57 of Open Your Toys Cast, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s in all time. And those are Mrs. McFavorite, G.I. Joe, Masters of the Universe, <laughs> Transformers, and Star Wars. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, we, we asked Miss McFavorite to talk lightly. Okay, you don't have to. <laughs> 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 that that was very NPR ish with your sweaty balls. So tell me, <laughs> would I like your sweaty balls in my mouth? <laughs> that's an old. That's an old. Skit. Oh, that's an old one. That was before I listened to NPR. That's how old it is. And now I'm like an NPR junkie. Yeah, I had no idea that was like an NPR thing. I just was, thought that that skit was the funniest fucking thing ever because they were just sitting there like mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to kick it with us you can find us at our favorite place that's our facebook group that is uh, facebook.com slash group slash open your toys uh you can find us at our not newly but uh recently redesigned site at openyourtoys.com there at the top of the page you will find our show notes you can find links to everything we're talking about if you want to see the pictures uh more importantly in this one we have a ton of links to videos in it uh hit up openyourtoys.com top of the page you'll find our show notes as well as you'll find the most recent episode right below that and the show notes there as well uh in the show notes as I'm reading off of them right now, you can find our links to subscribe through our RSS feed, our iTunes, our Google Play, our Stitcher Smart Radio. If you just want to hear about new episodes or when Peter finds actually incredibly breaking, like, important news, he he does a great job of that. You can like our page at facebook.com slash open your toys cast uh somewhat less used as our twitter at open your toys and then Vern does amazing job of posting on our instagram at open your toys and finally if you want to email us you can get us at team at open your toys.com we have a voicemail that we love people to use but no one uses and that's okay we we have no hard feelings 
Fuck you, bastard. I do. Uh, I was gonna say, <laughs> uh, you can reach us at 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. Mrs. McFavorite, OG, where can people find you? On Facebook. I'm Jessica with one S. And Instagram. You're, and you're, Instagram. You do. And, and damn it. How about Marco Polo? You want to start advertising your Marco Polo? No. Or is that a little no. too personal? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, Mar- Marco Polo is a is pretty a personal uh, service out there. If you haven't, if you don't know what it is, it's uh, it's kind of like an instant message. Yeah, it's instant messaging for video. Yeah, um, so but it's, like you know how you like to text people because you can control the conversation. Well, that's why I like texting. I can control the conversation. You say something, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to answer that right now. I just put my phone down and walk away. It's kind of the same thing with with video chat. You say something, and I'll go. <laughs> I'm not ready to answer that yet, and I just walk away. <laughs> And you can do the same thing. I actually really love Marco Polo. It actually has brought me a lot closer to um, a lot of friends. Not to get all like um, in the feels, but it is. It's a great way to get closer to your friends and still control the conversation. Slossom. Lotus Stark, how about you, (laughs) sir? Uh, They can head over to YouTube and... uh... Type in Lotus Stark. Watch uh, some videos. <laughs> <laughs> so do people, obviously people talk, uh, comment on your videos. Do you reply back to them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I reply to every every single comment. Gets a reply. Do you have a lot of fun with that? Are there arguments? Is there like drama up in there? Because that sounds no. like fun. No, no, I don't really. Ha- I mean, I only have like 350 subscribers, so it's really not a whole lot of people. But yeah, I mean, it's you know, the, the only drama is like if it's pertaining to you know something I've done, just like the the GoBots. You know, people didn't really seem to like. They didn't like me opening <laughs> vintage packaging, but whatever. Well, and especially because it's the packaging was just so mint on them. Like it's one thing if it's like a beaten up one, but like But no, a lot of those cards they weren't. But your toys, dude. Yeah. Hey, no, I know. We're we're not debating that. (laughs) But no, that's exactly right. Um, all right. If you want to reach me, I'm at facebook.com slash open your toys, Instagram at slick McFavorite, Twitter at slick McFavorite, email slick at open your So slick has the most, uh, like you can catch me at all these places and I will guarantee you that, um, Lotus and I will reply to you. <laughs> yes, That's absolutely correct. I've been trying to do good. I've been trying to be on Instagram at least once a day. Uh, again, the the Facebook group, the Facebook group for Lotus and I both is probably where you get the quickest response because I get email note. I I'm old. I'm forty three years old to break down that fourth wall. 
fudge up. <laughs> and so I rely on email. So I check my email periodically <laughs> through the day. <laughs> and that tells me when somebody's posted to the Facebook group or not. <laughs> okay. Call notifications on your phone and you just need to turn them on. No, let's see. How many notifications do I have right now? I have 20. Yeah, I have, I have, tw- <laughs> I have 23 notifications on my phone right now. And Which I don't- <laughs> he's not, but there's enough to make a girl go, what the fuck? <laughs> I have a whole line of icons across my notification bar at the top, and I don't care. If they don't come through email, I don't really care what they are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Mrs. McFavorite, since you are obviously drinking, what are you drinking today? (laughs) Who says that I'm drinking? I am drinking noon. It's a mango orange. It's the energizing. Well, okay. Yeah, I was drinking that, but I'm not drinking that anymore. I'm drinking platinum, seven times distilled, extra smooth vodka. Straight up. (laughs) With a grape. (laughs) using a grape chaser this is how you know you're an alcoholic is when you use food as a chaser just so everybody (laughs) alright Lotus as if we have to ask but we'll we'll make the assumptions maybe you have a new year's resolution or something no no (laughs) still LG fridge water (laughs) alright I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you a infuser to use your algae fruits water and fruit. It's too much work. I drink, I drink so much water. It would be ridiculous to have fruit. It's, you know, it's just, no, it's too much. No, you just make a pitcher. You get, so we have these big. I drink too much. I'm drinking like my, that Bubba keg is what's four fifty two ounces. It's. Uh I'm drinking too Please much. Accept water. I'm gonna buy you a keg dis- keg infuser. And that's what I need. That's what I need is a keg of Yeah, that's what I need is a keg oh, of fruit water. Amazon bitch, I'll find it. <laughs> Sorry, not the bitch. I just got really excited. There. I was gonna say you're you're getting a little hot as you get more excited there. You're you're breaking up. I'm just really excited. I'm just gonna find a super infuser. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to get you one of those five-gallon ones like you see on work sites at construction zones. You know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, I, I'm with I'm with Miss McFavorite. We thought this was going to be our sober cast, but, again, we've had a very extreme... ...to uh, sleepover, which yeah. makes us want to <laughs> <laughs> drink heavily. Um, and, uh, so I am, I as well am drinking a platinum seven times distilled vodka, but here was the sober drink I saved all weekend to drink during the cast. So I'm actually not drinking beer, tea, green tea, natural cherry and honey made with cane sugar. Uh, these are my absolute favorites. Uh, Mrs. McFavorite's dad works at Sprouts. 
so we get a 15% discount there. <laughs> and so whenever I uh, uh, go shopping over there, I pick up one of these Zing Teas and Cherry. It's my absolute favorite. Um, now, uh, Engineer Nerd actually posted what he was drinking last night, and I about shit myself. One, I thought it was just a regular drink because it's a raspberry pretzel chocolate drink. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you didn't listen while I was telling you that because you were just going off. But, uh, it's, uh, from <laughs> Voodoo Donuts, which if you don't have one of those, they're. Oh, okay. I was listening to this. <laughs> they're an absolutely amazing independent. Wow. I don't know if you could call them independent if we have them here in Denver. An engineer nerd has them where he is from. But uh, so uh, they put out what I thought was a drink, but it's actually a beer. So it makes a little bit more sense. Um, Does look like they're 32 ounce beer. So that makes a little bit more sense that this beer is $13. Uh, (laughs) for for essentially two pints um but it looks like they have some pretty amazing flavors uh if you're not familiar with voodoo donuts uh they really made their uh maple bacon uh like long john essentially that's kind of what made them um, so they have a maple bacon ale, uh, they have a chocolate peanut butter and banana ale as well, uh, that sounds amazing, at least to me. I'm a big peanut butter and banana guy. Um, but yeah, so it was cool to kind of get a, a chime in from a listener about what, well, a participant, I should call him, um, about what they were drinking and literally that bacon maple ale. And this again, of course, is a sponsored link as I Googled this, but, uh, the empty bottle for that is going for $24 right now. Buy it now with free shipping on eBay. So that can kind of tell you how this, uh, this shit gets a little crazy. The Voodoo Donut is from Portland, Oregon, if anybody... Ah, interesting. And, well, oh, wait, no. Maybe I read this wrong. Because, anyway, I'm going to find out where this is from, but I don't like maple bacon. I love it. Yeah, you don't. It like, makes me so sad that that's a like, drink because I totally drink it. <laughs> well, except for to, that it's maple bacon. Well, you need to get the chocolate raspberry pretzel, right? Because that sounds amazing to you. Is that a drink? I'm on their website, dude. That's the Have one that there? we are just talking about. That engineered okay. was drinking last night. All right. Sorry. The the, the picture he posted. Yeah, if you go into the the group, you can see it. The picture he posted the can. Not, the can. The can looks awesome. She's not part of the group. Oh, okay. That's that's the one boundary. <laughs> I'm only just cool enough, well, annoying enough to be part of the podcast. Well, I'm not cool enough picture. to be part of the group. Oh. 
I'm, I'm so Slick. sorry. <laughs> yeah, I can add you as a, it's just my one getaway to, to talk about things I uh, shouldn't be buying, especially because I don't have a job and that kind of stuff, but we'll, we'll rectify that. All right, All let's, right. let's get into con news. We're going to have to burn through this because we, we have a hard stop time. Um, so con news, first up, PowerCon 2019 location announced. We had, uh, we had conjectured, I don't even know if that's a word, uh, about it being located in the same place that it always is. It's actually moving. It's going to be at the Anaheim Hilton this year. Uh, Pixel Dan does a very uh, commercial-esque announcement of this. He's literally at the Anaheim Hilton during this video. So he shows you where it's going to be, what the lobby looks like. So if you're at all interested in that, you can check out the link on the show notes to his video. And then, uh, like we mentioned in the previous podcast, uh, He-Man.org, uh, Val Staples, they are the, the organization slash the person that puts on PowerCon every year. Uh, has done absolutely amazing with releasing all of the previous panels from last year's as well as wrapping up 2017's panels. So if you're a Masters fan, these panels are not to be missed, in my opinion. These are from original creators, original designers, um, original uh, marketers. Uh, so just to read through the titles here, again, we have links to every single one of these panel videos. If you're bored, what better way to watch a con panel, especially if you're a Masters fan? What better way to spend 50 minutes? Uh, first, we have Bio Bonanza, the card backstories from Masters of the Universe Classics. Then we have Creating the Stories of Filmation He-Man panel, Designing Masters of the Universe Classics panel, Mattel's Masteries of the Motu panel, Mini Comics of Masters of the Universe Classics panel, Original um, Origins of Masters of the Universe Classics panel, creating the design and animation of Filmation He-Man panel, Super 7 Super Awesome panel, 2000X Masters of the Universe action figure, uh, yeah, Universe action figure adventure panel, and the vivacious voices of 2000X He-Man cartoon panel. Uh, Jesus. I mean, like, that just sounds, if you're a Masters fan, that just sounds like a plethora of amazing things to be visiting. Uh, so please take a look at the show notes, openyourtoys.com, top of the page. Uh, look for episode 157 show notes. Next up, Masters of the Universe Classics, Collector's Wave 3 to be or collector's choice wave three to be revealed at 2019 New York toy fair. So, uh, club Grayskull, which is essentially the filmation version of all the figures has gotten a lot of attention. We've seen a couple pre-orders for them recently. Um, ultimates versions of He-Man and Skeletor through them, but this is going back to the old school stylized classics versions of masters of the universe. Um, what we seen in the quote classics line from Mattel uh, that'll be released at New York Toy Fair this year so 
and I completely excluded toy or uh, excluded fair at that link. So we'll have to fix that. Um, because Miss McFavorite and Lotus care nothing about those. We're moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Toy news, (laughs) new movie masterpieces. Uh, Lotus, you do movie masterpiece at all. Do you have any, any movie masterpiece figure? No, I have nothing. Nothing. I have, I have the prime. That's it. Uh, Is it nice to just look at the picture? Because, <laughs> you know, there's pictures. We we talked about this. They in the take gr- a lot less space than, like, the actual <laughs> thing. Pictures are nice. We, we, we talked about this because <laughs> Lotus is collecting uh, BotBot's pictures. <laughs> he posted yeah. some oh, the group. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Look, it, it's pictures. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing exactly what you're saying because I there's there's 169 uh, bot bots in wave one, and I just started taking pictures of them. Every time I go, I just take pictures of all the new ones. I post them to the group, and now I've got all the pictures. I don't need the toys. <laughs> and if you wanted to like print them, they could be wallpaper. And it would be uh, awesome. It'd be like okay. the let's, same thing. Let's slow down. Let's slow down a little bit. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I don't know if you've seen the the blind circles. You can't really call them boxes. They're blind circles of them. But you need to take pictures of the sides of those boxes because it has all the different ones that are in the blind circles. The blind spheres. Just a heads up. But uh, so what we're talking about here is a rumor of a masterpiece MPM 08 Megatron and MPM 09 Jazz. Um, So this is the original Megatron from the original Transformers movie, which would be his jet mode. And then a Jazz from the same movie, which shouldn't be difficult. Wasn't that Jazz like a Pontiac or something? I mean, it wasn't even a, it wasn't even a fucking Porsche. It was some kind of fancy Pontiac. So the Pontiac with the bench seat with the bench seat. Oh, okay. Sorry. I had a friend that had a Pontiac with the bench seat, but all right. (laughs) 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 Oh, this was 11 years ago, but I, I don't think a Pontiac sports car had a bench seat back then. (laughs) Oh, sports car. Sorry. I'm drunk. (laughs) Uh, Next up, we get uh, some uh, leaks of possible uh, Lego Star Wars 20th anniversary sets, which is, that is insane. Like, I can remember when they got the license and they announced sets and they started showing up, like, 20 years later. Um, Anakin's Pod Racer, 300 pieces approximately for 30 bucks. Most of these are due in April, or maybe all of them are due in April of this year. Uh, Snow Speeder, 300 pieces at 40 bucks, which is kind of interesting because normally Lego follows about a 10 cent a piece uh, uh, thing. So, this is what this is telling me is it's probably going to have some pretty custom pieces made just for this set. 
Uh, and then this one isn't a one that was leaked. This is actually part of the normal spring or summer release, whatever you want to call it. It's a Clone Scout Walker, 250 pieces for 30 bucks. And then an Imperial Dropship, which is really weird. It's a $20 set at 125 pieces. So not quite sure what that's going to be. But uh, in the comments of this Instagram that kind of leaked this, uh, lots of talk about how we're seeing a lot of prequel sets in this anniversary. Because if you don't remember, 20 years ago was the start of the prequels that was when phantom menace premiered so um supercast number 14 oh link to the wrong thing and that's probably going to autoplay uh let's see let me i gotta do this kind of quickly so we can get the highlights of this video here uh, latest news, where is the Supercast? Now that they put all those panels up, I can't find the Supercast link. Anyways, uh, I watched this briefly. talks about um, that a lot of the uh, pre-orders, the Club Grayskull, um, the Filmation Ultimates, those things are now being shipped from China, which means that they could take two months um, approximately to get to us, and then they'll be shipped out, but a lot of that stuff will be showing up soon. Uh, one of the exciting things they announced on this, and they've announced via their other channels, is they're doing uh, Shogun Warrior uh, reaction figures. Uh, Lotus, did you have any Shogun Warriors when you were young? Oh. I was muted. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no, I mean I know you're into you're into samurais and stuff. I'm just not. I just was never into samurais. So yeah, I never had any Shogun Warrior or anything like that. Well, these aren't the uh, Shogun Warrior like KB guys. These are the like late '70s Shogun Warriors like Mazinger Z and Godzilla. Like they were like the super bots and super monster toys. No, no, I, no. I mean, I, if it didn't come in a in a in a bunch of sand that you would sift through to find <laughs> reveal the toy, then no, I wouldn't have had it. Okay. Um, so this is kind of cool. This is uh, we're getting uh, Mazinger and Great Mazinger, which in the states uh, we call them Transor Z here, and I was a huge Transor Z fan, so cool to get little uh, reaction figures of them. Uh, next up, Alita One Combiner. So this might interest you, Mrs. McFavorite. Uh, this is an all-female combiner. Female robots, at least. Super excited! Girl power. Girl power. So, um, Alita One started off as a Voyager uh, kind of main part of this, and then we've seen Nova Star, Moon Racer, and then just recently announced a green light. And now they're saying the uh, fourth one to, or the fifth one, I guess, to complete this will be Lancer. And I have, I, I don't know what it is. Not like I've had a lot of boils in my life, but 
Lancer is just always too close to Lance, which is always too close to how you take care of boils and just sounds gross. Like some people don't like moist. Like I love the word moist. Lance is your moist? Yeah. Oh God. I just picture like like doom yeah, the where moist they're lancing like the moist. boils. <laughs> Lance just sounds like a guy that tries to be tough, and he could be tough, but most of the time is not tough. And I guess that's true. Like, you think being a skater, I might associate with, like, Lance Mountain of Power Pearl. Oh, yeah, but in skaters, that's like a surfer boy, and it just makes me want to kick him in the teeth. No, Lance Mountain was like a hardcore skater, not... Oh, you're just saying it sounds like a surfer boy. Yeah, Lance. Oh, okay. Hey, I'm Lance. <laughs> <laughs> Mitsubishi makes a car called the Lancer. Oh, really? What yeah. uh what uh what kind of what type this. of car is it? It's like a oh. No, it's a car. It's a it's a it's a little sporty little car, you know, just like a all-wheel drive thing. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's the same thing. Like the Lancer, and then you got the Evo, the Mitsubishi Evo. I think that's still considered a Lancer model, except it's the Evolution model. I'm sure you've seen those. I don't know. They're little little motorsport cars. Here, I said not here. I well, I I'm pretty sure I've seen the Lancer, but yeah, they're not common. But that's interesting that they're all wheel drive and not common around here. Uh, Galaxy Edge may have exclusive action figures. So if you don't know what Galaxy's Edge is, this is the huge, and I I want to say billion, but it's probably not billion million dollar enhancement to the Disney parks. I believe this is happening both at uh, Disney World and Disneyland uh, simultaneously. But this is to create essentially the equivalent of the Harry Potter land, uh, but for Star Wars. If if you hadn't been there previously, uh, Star Wars had a pretty small presence, uh, had large ad-ad, it had one kind of signature ride, and then it had a gift store and a couple little like side things. This is to make an entire area of Disneyland and Disney World Star Wars focused. And uh, it says, Star Wars merchandise and shops will come in unique packaging that downplays the logos. Another is that merchandise based on familiar characters will take on new looks. The Imagineers visited the archives at Lucasfilm for early concept art. As a hypothetical example, an artisan figure of a familiar character might look slightly off with the backstory being that residents of Batu have never seen that character, so they don't know exactly what the figure should look like. So kind of, kind of a cool concept, you know, that it would be. What are you grunting, Mrs. McFavor? <laughs> oh God, I just don't know. I'm just not happy about the Star Wars and Disney thing. Why not? So we could. Star Wars was going to die and it didn't. It, <laughs> well, I am excited about it. I'm sure you are excited about your Harry Potter land at Universal. I'm so. beyond happy about Harry Potter land. Oh. Harry Potter land hasn't taken over like the world 
Okay, yeah, it has. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but it's better than Star Wars. All it's right. cooler. Uh, 3A <laughs> Blitzwing. So uh, I'll I'll give uh, some some spoiler. Well, why don't, why don't we just do that? Uh, well, I'll give some spoilers a little later. But uh, so again, this is a little bit of a spoiler here. Don't listen for five seconds. It, he plays a tiny role in this movie. Tiny, tiny role. Anyways, mm. so uh, really interesting choice of making because these three A these are like the two three hundred dollar figures, right? Correct. Yeah. So, non transforming figures. So, right. um, interesting choice. Interesting choice here. Ed, sorry, I didn't. I didn't give you very much warning, Lotus. I'm not sure uh, you have any plan to even see it, or just when it hits Netflix or something. I mean, I've got tickets after this recording, so now I'm pretty upset that you just <laughs> blew the whole fucking movie for me. <laughs> well, luckily everybody else got to skip that. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know what I'm looking at here. I mean, it, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know this. I don't know. I don't like what I'm seeing uh, exactly. on these pictures. Yeah, and like I say, as I mentioned in the spoiler, like I I don't I'm see just why. I'm in and said, Lotus said, "Fuck." <laughs> 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 I that's interesting. I think we were mentioning right before this podcast that you don't cuss very much. Do you cuss? I don't. And I, I just don't. don't. I, I, no, I don't. I don't. You uh, use it as a point of emphasis as opposed to uh, us, as a. As a conjugation, <laughs> a joining. Uh, I mean, it, it it could be. I just don't really normally see a need to to cuss. So, oh, you're missing out, dude. It's fucking amazing. Uh, it, it's really not actually. Actually, you want to know something? People who swear are actually less intelligent. Oh, is that true? No, so, actually, so the exact opposite. You're smarter than us, Lotus. Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> No, actually, everything that I've read is that people who cuss are actually more intelligent. So, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying you're stupid, but I'm just fucking saying. (laughs) I mean, we're not talking about class. We're just talking about intelligence. (laughs) All right, new Black Series figure being teased here, and it's pretty easy to uh, decode this tease. Uh, It is a Zeb from Rebels is coming, so he is, uh, and I hate, I hate making comparisons when they do try to spin off and they do do a good job at introducing new fiction that people like blah 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 but he's basically kind of the Chewbacca of the Rebels series so we'll be getting a Black Series 6 inch figure from him very soon and then something I I normally tend to leave to Vern but unfortunately he couldn't make it with us uh, make it with us (laughs) he couldn't make it today um, let's see, this is the Super 7 Fan Q&A round 3.14, and I have no idea where those numbers come from, but first up it says, on the first wave of the Retro 5.5 figures, a number of fans have received armor that is too small, especially on He-Man. The leg joints can be stiff and brittle, and these issues are being 
are these issues being addressed? Uh, yes, the QC issues with the retro figures have been addressed and corrected going forward. So you got fucked by being in on the early stages of that. Good job. Uh, is it a priority for Super 7 to obtain the available Masters of the Universe classics tooling from Mattel's factory? And how will this affect the way Super 7 builds its future selections? Getting tooling from Mattel has been doable on a couple select projects previously, but because of the extra layer of communication and planning, these projects tend to move much slower than projects using our own tooling. Our priority is to take is to make great products and deliver a, as timely as possible, so we will continue to use our own tooling for the majority of our products. Wow. Not smart. Um, will improvements Will improvements be made to your packaging and shipping process? A number of fans have received damaged items because the figures are not packed in shipping box with ample prediction around the product. Yes, we have isolated and addressed the issue with our shipping process to ensure that products are shipped correctly with adequate packing. So yeah, I've received uh, I've received a few where they're just literally shipping them in the case boxes. So I don't know if anyone's ever bought a case. It's literally a cardboard box with no packing material at all around the inner toys. Now, with Masters, they're double boxed to begin with, so they have a shipper box just like they had with Mattel. So maybe people are bitching that their shipper box is getting damaged as well maybe it's the damage is reaching all the way into the main box of the figure but uh, if people are complaining that their shipper box is getting dinged like it's a fucking shipper box that's what it's there for is to take the damage before it gets to the actual figure and the and the packaging but who knows again i it, to, to be quite honest with everybody, I've kind of stepped away from a lot of these groups and I follow the news and stuff, but I'm just not seeing what's being posted by the average Joe. It's mostly news site stuff. Uh, why do you have the factory paint detailed application? Uh, why don't you have the factory paint detailed applications onto the faces of the figure? That doesn't even make sense are you looking at the you guys looking at the show notes am i reading that wrong why don't no you that's that? that's what it says yeah that's weird and it says in the case of club grayskull the faces of our figures are painted to match the cartoon colors of each character and are quite accurate with collector's choice we match the paint applications to the paint masters created by the four horsemen including soft spray details dry brush and paint wash applications as needed interesting hmm uh, why was the Holiday He-Man figure limited to two per customer, followed by Super 7 canceling orders, but then a week later, Big Bad Toy Store has the figure with a limit of 10 per customer, and they still have the figure in stock. Oh, God. Are you fucking kidding me? 
because they were $15 more expensive on Big Bad Toy Store. So if you want to buy 10 on there, go fucking buy them for $15 more. Anyways, Big Bad Toy Store has been our distribution partner throughout the Motu license. And as with previous releases, we, pri- we provided BTS, BBTS with the opportunity to carry the holiday He-Man. This is the arrangement and quali- quantities were set well in advance of the release to the public. Yeah. Just because you can't order the day of. It's same bitching. Who wants that fucking shit anyways? All right. <laughs> uh, possible updates to Star Wars Galaxy figures. So not to be confused with Galaxy End that we were just talking about. Galaxy figures are awful repacked 3.75 POA figures that come with a little tiny... Uh, mini comic that they charge $10 for, which is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I like that Galaxy of Adventures is going to be a new YouTube channel with very cool animation, it looks like, telling stories of old. But again, right now they are repacked 5 POA, 3.75 figures that cost $10, which is ridiculous. Uh, what they are looking to do is scale, uh, scale them up to the five inch, which would put them in line with the Marvel infinity line. If you're not familiar with those they're again, five POA or right around there, but at least they're five inch figures, a little bit heftier for little kids. Uh, they say there'll be some more information about this in t- at Toy Fair 2019. Sorry, I'm just kind of blowing through this without getting your guys' takes on it, but uh, I'll have you guys chime in as needed. A lot of this is just, hey, this is bullshit. Fuck this shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, studio Series uh, KSI. I have no idea what that means. Maybe that's his name. KSI Boss and Devastator Low Res Packaging Images. Uh, so we get the breakdown of all the figures that are going to come in the Studio Series uh, Devastator, which is crazy. Like, I didn't even realize there were eight figures in the movie. But yeah. uh, kind of interesting. So this thing will be made up of eight different figures. Uh, we get uh, initial shots of... I don't even know who those fuckers are. Uh, who are those first two ones, Lotus? Do you know? Hightower and Rampage? Oh, yeah. There you go. And then I don't know what this weird scratched-out picture is. Again, maybe I should read the article, but... Anyways, it looks like, I mean, I don't know. It oh, just looks like shock, shockwave to me, but yeah, this is the KSI boss. Oh, okay. Yeah. Galvatron so the yeah, it's, soldiers. The, yeah. It's Galvatron soldier. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, I'm, I'm excited about this, about this devastator. I'm not, I don't really care what scale it is in. It's amazing to get these finally, even if they're all deluxes to finally get them in two different or three different modes. If you consider a combiner mode, uh, one of the modes, uh, but this is going to take, this is going to take all of this year and next year. I know. Yeah. And, personally i kind of like that you know especially really yeah if they're going to be deluxes Mm. shit 20 bucks uh, through a couple or through like three or four different ways 
bring it on. I mean, that's that's what a third party was doing for years and years and years. It's kind of similar, but... Um, all right, archive comparison picks. So, Mrs. McFavorite, are you there? Are you muted? Who's yep. the dragon-looking yeah, thing in the middle? Uh, his name is Bosk. He's a lizard. Oh, guy. Bosk. Okay. All right. Uh, so these are, if you're at all interested, uh, we've had people posting on the group about these new archives are hitting. I saw my first archive, it was the Dragon Guy, or Bosk, um, at a Target. So um, if you go to the show notes, click the link at the bottom of the Toy News. Then if you click any of the pictures of these guys that's in the article, you'll go to their gallery and you can go into each individual person. Uh, if you go into the the biggest one that I'm kind of disappointed in, happy and disappointed, if you go into IG-88, he's one of my focus characters. He's literally a droid that's an assassin. And, uh, and a true droid, not a cyborg. <laughs> and uh, if you go almost down to the third to the last photo. This is where they put the comparison. So you can see the old one on the left and the new one on the right. What I hated about the old one was all this yellow, like, bronzy, I don't even know what to call it, that they put on there. So I was like, I don't need anybody from this wave because I have the only character I want from this wave. Well... Now it looks like they improved the painting quite a bit. They got rid of most of that yellowish bullshit that I hated. So the lucky thing is, is I don't think I ever opened my other one. So he might actually be more valuable being the original release that was hard to find and unopened. But yeah, I'll be picking up the new one there. Uh, Boba Fett and Bosk, no big changes there. But the one thing I was having Mrs. McFavor try to look up was the Luke, because we are seeing a considerable difference here, not in his paint or the actual sculpt or anything like that, but the face. So even Lotus, if you want to try to get to that Luke, I mean, you can see really what that digital face printing is doing. Uh, with that head just makes it look so much better than the original release. All right, so I'm going to butt in and say, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, baby. Okay. Um, so now, the episode, I had to close completely out of it. Okay. It has fancy brackets around, is the icon. What do you mean the icon? The icon. The uh, 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 instead of like the uh, it's the uh, 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 brats brackets. <laughs> what you don't All right, you gotta you gotta leave that in, Lotus. No, I have no idea <laughs> what the fuck you're talking about. You no, know the uh, okay. uh, 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 the the uh, uh, uh. It's the uh, uh, uh versus the uh. <laughs> so there's the. <laughs> There's the, pr- not parentheses, but the circle brackets, and then there's the square <laughs> brackets, and then there's the eh, 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 eh brackets. You mean the braces? 
Is that what they're called? Yeah, the fancy ones. I didn't say I majored in English. <laughs> okay, wow. just swear just swear a little more. <laughs> it, it'll, it'll help get your point across, <laughs> right, Lotus? Okay. <laughs> Let's, That's we're gonna, how I have been it through life. It's just fucking cussing. Let me let us just talk about this one thing. Then we're going to take a break and I'll come look real quick. Uh, Where are you? We're at. Well, whatever. <laughs> just get through your shit. Sorry, sweets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lotus being an outsider. I mean, what do you? I mean, those look ten times better. Right, that one on the right. Well, but I mean, if you know, if you if you're if you're looking at it from an action figure standpoint, because these are obviously action figures, they're not high end collectibles. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I don't know if I like the idea of it trying to look like a real person versus a toy. The one on the right oh. does look more like a toy to me, and I think I'd want to have that more generic toy look. The one on the left looks like he's actually has makeup on or something. Yeah, well, that's the biggest problem is I think. See, in in, in my uh, eyes, you shouldn't mix. You if you're going to do something high end, you got to do it the whole way. You shouldn't try to take you know a hot toys you know expression and try to put it on an action figure that's twenty bucks because it just it it just doesn't work for me. I, I don't know. That's I just, a really interesting perspective. I've never thought about I, that. I mean, I'm just I'm just looking at these two, and I'm just saying that the one on the right looks more like a toy that you know you can have fun with. You know, yeah. it's a toy. It's a toy face. It's a toy. It's not, you know, the one on the left. Honestly, I I would say the one on the left is a knockoff. Yeah. Well, and and the big thing here is to remember is there is there is almost eight years I think difference in these toys, even though they're quote the same toy, the one on the right is a re-release. Oh, I didn't even notice like even the, the arms, the left arm is at least, Oh no. I think they have, they have it flipped. Oh, way to go. Jedi. I'm saying the one on the, I'm saying the one on the right looks, looks like a toy. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's it. Well, I'm saying it looks a lot better. The one on the left, you're absolutely right. They tried to do a high-end collectible paint job on a toy, which you're absolutely. But the right. one on the left it is makes... the one on the left is the digital paint, right? No, the one on the right's the digital paint. That's why oh, you can. That's okay. why you can get the sharp eyebrows and the really sharp pupils. Like the one on the left is where they had some poor guy hand paint it, and knowing this website. Because these were amply available back in the day, knowing this website, this guy probably compared this version against five others that were on the peg okay. and picked out the best looking one like I do. Okay. You know? What I don't understand here, what I don't understand is there's fifty pictures of this. <laughs> all of these all of these headshots are showing the one on the left. Oh, are they? Oh, well then oh. Oh, I'm sorry. That's why. That's what I'm saying is. Oh, uh, paint. It is. You're right. Oh, I didn't even snap it. I guess I just looked at it and be like, "Oh, the one on the right looks so much better." No, you're absolutely right. Oh shit! Do I have these opposite then on the other? Well, anyways, 
we need to move on. But yes, you're absolutely right. The digital paint looks like crap. <laughs> because the one on the right looks like a toy and it looks better in my opinion yeah the, the, one, the one on the left has it looks like it's got you know makeup, he's got uh, eye, special eye work he's got lipstick or something right, on you know right. i didn't even snap i thought that the one on the left was their attempt eight years ago to make a good looking toy that just looks like shit and the one on the right is like let's clean it all up and make it you know, digital, like, perfect paint, but you're right. Oh, that is crazy. Okay. Blew my whole shit out of the out of the box there. So, wow. Okay, well, don't buy the new one. It looks like crap. Anyways. <laughs> All right, let's take a break, because I'm about to piss my pants. Um, we will be back after these messages. Peace. Peace. This is my favorite. Peace, y'all. <laughs> uh, no, Stormtroopers injured FX7. I'll save him. From Kenner's Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection. Action figures each sold separately. Chewbacca's hurt too. FX7 has eight movable arms. The medical droid did it. You saved me, Rebel Soldier. Why? When the Force is with you, your duty is to do good. FX7, Rebel Soldier, Imperial Stormtrooper, and Chewbacca. Action figures each sold separately from Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back collection from Kenner. All right, guys, welcome back. We're going to go ahead and get into third party. First up is third party three and three quarter coming up from Boss Fight Studios here. Probably one of their most ex- successful. Uh, uh, I guess, retro licenses. You know, they're probably best known for helping other people with new independent projects. Ooh, excuse me. As well as their own independent projects. But this is the uh, reinvented Bucky O'Hare line. And the big one we're getting here now is a break from their three and three quarter scale. We're getting the Deluxe Bruiser. This is the Beltagazian Berserker Bow Boon. And this thing is four inches. So mm. considering they were doing three and three quarter, well no, Bucky is really I okay. I thought I was gonna be able to blow through this, but Bucky, I have the Bucky. That's the only one I've gotten from them. How tall is he? That's what I'm saying. He looks to be four inches, maybe to the mm. top of his ears. Let me put it up to a measure. I mean, this this guy is hunched over. Yeah, see to the to the top of his ears, he is four inches. So I thought this guy was supposed to be a lot bigger, but like you say, he is hunched over, and there is a lot more plastic there, but. I don't know if that constitutes an extra $20 for a four-inch figure. Looks like it comes with like a little sidekick or something. Uh, let's see here. What's that little, what's that no. little duck, duck-looking oh. thing with the headphones? Yeah, see, that duck, is, I think that duck is three and a half inches. That's, that's another figure. So that's showing them in scale. Oh, they don't, okay. I I linked to BBTS. I shouldn't have done that. BBTS doesn't have the scale, right? So let's go to Boss Fight real quick. Because I I thought this was supposed to be like five inches or something like that. Maybe maybe uh, it is. It's it looks cool. It comes I like like how it comes with a banana. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty cool. Well, and I went to I 
become a big fan of uh, Toy Galaxies uh, podcasts. They do a lot of, I, I don't quite like a lot of his mail call and stuff that he does, but uh, they do great uh, history and retrospective stuff. And actually, I don't think this was Toy Galaxy. I think this was Diagnostics. Um, Chris McLeod, if you've never, he's big in the Joe community, but he collects everything. Um, he's the British guy with, uh, big pompadour, gorgeous hair that he loves to talk about. Um, I think he's the one that did the Bucky O'Hare episode that talks about like these, uh, bruiser baboons like the frogs were afraid of them and all that kind of stuff so where am i going here oh boss fight studio store uh bucky o'hare there we go there we go bruiser wave one pre-order he is very large and in charge Okay, see, this doesn't give the size. I think BBTS was was just copying and pasting. Because, yeah, so look at, uh, okay, go it's to. It's the same. I, I'm, I'm there. I'm on Boss Fight's site, and it, to me, it looks the same. Yeah, go to the one that has the rabbit. The picture okay, that yeah, has yeah, the I rabbit. see it. Yeah, so but, that, that, but, that's perspe- but that's perspective because that's shot from at an angle above. That's not uh, shot from straight on, so it's hard to see the scale. Yeah, but that rabbit is four inches. So, I mean, look at the di- – and like you say, okay, it so, is, yeah. it maybe is maybe from a slight angle, but – yeah, maybe he is five inches, like you said. Okay. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. From this picture, I'm thinking six, but mm-hmm. maybe 5.5, but – yeah, so really cool looking figure. You know, again, I think you got to be a Bucky O'Hare person to get in on this, especially 55 bucks for a figure this size. So, yeah, you can also see the one where he's stomping on a toad. That yeah. toad is like a three and a half inch figure. So, you can definitely okay. see he's a pretty big guy. But, anywho, didn't mean for that to be a huge debate. Just to say, hey, Boss Fight Studio is putting amazing Bucky O'Hare figures out. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. New Cosmos, something I bid on. Something I actually uh, pre-ordered, even in my unemployed state, uh, considering it's $25 for a two less than two-and-a-half-inch figure. <laughs> this is a uh, new company, New Age, doing uh, legend-scale Cosmos. And I just think this sucker looks good. And it... Um, does it say it comes with that beam stand? Yeah, it includes Uf- UFO stand and effects parts. Uh, obviously, I doubt it's the little tentacles or anything, but maybe. Um, but I think this looks good. Like, none of the masterpieces really captured what... Oh, here we are. Here's just the clear parts. In one of the first pictures, it shows you the actual parts it comes with, and that's fine. Yeah. But I'm digging him. Like, to me, this is what Cosmos should look like. I like that he's a little bit chunky without being fat, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think it looks good, but I... I think, uh, I I don't don't know, I don't remember all the companies that that made Cosmos, but I know there was at least, there's got to be at least two or three companies that made Cosmos already. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, they, they're all they're all very different. You know, they all have a little. They might be too fat or they're too skinny or, you know. But I don't know. Uh, One, the yeah. shuttle part was too big, like the right. little cone coming off the shuttle. That's what it. That was probably my favorite one, and I don't even remember what version it was, but it's just too tall in spacecraft mode. But um, and then uh, Toy Hacks puts out a pretty serious update, especially if you're a uh, traditional uh, Hasbro or Takara fan. We're getting a Siege Megatron, um, Siege Megatron, uh, IDW, and G1 sets. So you can uh, take them either way. I assume the IDW probably is a uh, Autobot symbol on there. Uh, Throne of the Primes, Optimal Optimus. You get um, what's an LG Mirage? Do you know what that? I guess yeah, LG is yeah LG oh. is Takara's line of deluxes. Yeah, they're legends. So they're mm-hmm. they're yeah. kind of chug chug line. Uh, a uh, Grand Maximus set. So if you're mm-hmm. one of those crazy people that needed a Grand Max in that mold, uh, forty-four bucks, not too shabby. Um, some fans uh, or not fan, yeah, fans toys, Dracula, and then uh, if you're doing the Zeta toys, Bruticus, a very interesting Armageddon set for them. Lots of uh, neon there. And I don't, is that supposed to produce a fucking... No. I was going to say, is that producing a G2 version of them? But... Yeah, yeah I don't know. There's definitely a lot of lot of neon colors, like you said. Yeah, and they're saying that that's to produce a G1 look? What did, my mm. G1 doesn't look like that. But anyways, again, we're not here to bitch, moan, and complain. We're here to get a show done. Um, next up, store report. Uh, and as uh, Mr. Stark posted in our group literally right before we started uh, recording, he has seen these in his local Walmart, but that uh, non-trailer having, you know, long stack having. Uh, and as uh, he reports, obviously, diecast having... Uh, G1 reissue Optimus Prime are hitting shelves across the nation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it definitely feels heavy. It def- I mean, you know, you 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 underestimate the weight of it when you pick it up. So uh, I definitely it definitely feels like there's definitely diecast in it. And uh, yeah, I mean, it looks nice. I didn't I didn't pick one up, but posted some big pictures there. So no tags on the shelf uh, on mine. Um, but I, I scanned it and it was, I was gonna uh, say, 49, the yeah, it was 49 yeah, price check. Yep. Well, and something that I found out, especially buying, doing uh, Christmas clearance shopping, uh, a big help, like if you go around to stores and this price checker's broken and this one's hard to scan, put these apps on your phone, get the target app, get the Walmart app. Dude, their their UPC recognition, like I barely have to get it, like not even in focus. Like I barely have to get it on my screen, and it captures it, and it tells you the price at that store. There's links to check the prices in other stores too, 
So it, if you're a price checker, if you're that guy that picks something up and like, oh, I'm going to go find a price scanner somewhere, just get the Target and the Walmart apps. They are, they are super handy, and I've been using them a ton during the clearance uh, season. Cool. Um, also, uh, also announced was, and, and shown was Warpath and Gears reissues. Now this, I have a Warpath, but I love them. So I'm going to buy a brand new version probably to keep on the card. Um, Gears, I could care less about a carded version of them, but I don't have a G1 Gears at all. So I'm super excited that he's going to be one of the next mini bots up for uh, purchase. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I still have the the four that I purchased um, around the holidays, and uh, I think I'm still in for for these. I think I'm still if I see these, you know, in, in a I'm not going to pre order them, but if I see them in a Walmart, I, I think I'd pick them pick them up grab them up yeah because yeah. i'll tell you what uh trying to find mark set i mean my mine didn't put them in a kicker they actually hung them on the shelves just because my walmart's smaller um but i mean they literally got 10 of every single mini bot which means i wasn't there right off but it means i went through like eight different versions of each character to try to get mark like the flattest card the least scratched card no dents best paint you know that kind of thing and it was tough i mean they're these, all garbage i mean yeah. the, like like i said i was having I, all of mine had really bad printing where you would actually see the white card you know coming underneath, through yeah. the underneath you know where the paint the, you know the the printing didn't adhere to the card you know yeah. horrible quality and it's it just feels cheap the card yeah. the card stock is so cheap well like you i think you said this either in a previous cast or maybe on the group that they feel like knockoffs i mean yeah. the way the cards are warped you know the way yeah, they, they were glued, all warped they were, yeah, yeah they glue down the bubble feels like it's bending the cards up or something, but I managed to find Mark a, a a pretty good you know set, and I found the only one I bought from that to keep on card was the Bumblebee, and I managed to find me a pretty good Bumblebee, but you know nothing that would get a nine point at AFA or anything, maybe an eight at best, but. I would hope nobody nobody is AFA. <laughs> AFA shouldn't even accept cardstock that is below poster board quality. Oh, they're just like if you want to pay us thirty five bucks, we'll grade yeah. fucking anything. You okay. know. <laughs> wonder if wonder if they they grade poop toys. <laughs> That would be awesome to have a have a whole graded set of poopsies or. <laughs> um, and then probably uh, the most exciting announcement, or and I don't know if this is announcement leaks, whatever you want to call it, is a Soundwave uh, with a buzzsaw. So the original American release, if you if you're not familiar, the American release was a buzzsaw that came with it. My uh, my Takara Encore release 
comes with a laser beak, so I'm not sure. I know the American was buzzsaw, but I'm not sure if the Japanese was laser beak. I assume it was because that's what my encore, my Japanese encore is, but who knows? Uh, I mean, the, t- the Takara Dreamwave one is laser beak. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, so I bet you anything the Japanese was laser beak. And yeah, most us likely. In the States got, got the uh, offer mentioned and mostly forgotten buzzsaw. So this this mold is actually people are saying this mold is the the Soundwave mold is actually the the Hasbro as well. Like I guess there's oh, molding differences. People are saying, oh. yeah. And then, uh, I mean, the one cool thing that I kind of like is you know that it's you know it's basically a pre rub. You know, it doesn't have the uh, you know it ha- it doesn't have the uh, heat sensitive uh, symbol on it. You know, see, and I'm the opposite. Because, oh really? Yeah, I'm a huge rub sign fan, man. I don't want pre-rub anything. I want rub symbols on everything. I just <laughs> that's what I prefer. And I know it looks better in display to not have yeah. a rub symbol, but rub symbols to me were part of the lore, and it's also what drew me to Battle Beasts that they had rub symbols as well. Hmm. But. Uh, like I talked about in the group, if, if I can find this in the store and I can get as minty as my Japanese, I'll be buying this to replace my Japanese encore version and selling that encore version. Because this is the sound wave I remember, even with Buzzsaw instead of Laserbeak. This is the, the G1 package that I remember. What's the, uh, what's the price point on this one? Um, I don't know. I didn't see it in the article, so. People were saying like, oh, it's going to be released with Prime, so it's going to be 50 bucks too, but obviously it's not. It's not the same size box, so it can't be, but I would say if Prime is 50 bucks, I would say this might, this might be 50, maybe even 60, the way they're Uh. going. But I don't know. The Devastator was 75. 60 would seem too high. So maybe let's hope for 45. Just under Prime, right? Yeah. But. I don't know. I don't think I'm in. I don't think so. Really? A yeah. G1 box sound way. And I mean, I'm not saying it's perfect. I mean, I passed We get up, the tri language on, or the dual mm-hmm. language on here and shit, yeah. but. I mean, I, I passed up the Starscream, passed up the Hot Rod. I mean, it, you know, for for me, it has to be a set, and I don't have a set, so it's okay. Oh, that's right. I forget about that completion. And for me, it's a focus character. It is my, it's Ultra Magnus and Soundwave. Those are my two number one Transformers of all time. So it's a no-brainer for me. Uh, let's see. Next up in store report, Galaxy Figures Wave 2. So we talked about these previously. These are the crappy repacked 5 POA figures. This one is kind of interesting because they have taken the Mimban Trooper from the 7-piece multi-pack or something uh, and reuse that mold and redecoed it to make the Stormtrooper. So this is actually like the most uh, 
uh, accurate Stormtrooper uh, head and paint that they've ever released. So this is the one benefit if you ever had any interest in picking these figures up. And I might actually do it. Um, again, a little ridiculous. It's 10 bucks, but, uh, so it has the rogue one helmet, which people feel is the most accurate helmet. And then it's painted white, just like a standard stormtrooper, instead of having all the mud from Mimban from the solo movie. Not that any of those words mean anything to Lotus whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Um, online. So this was really interesting. Uh, we thought the whole Maddie collector thing was done. People have been seeing stuff in GameStop as at amazing prices, uh, Barnes and Noble, which a lot of times, uh, the bigger GameStops appear side by side with Barnes and Noble, um, things like that. But nope, nope. We have a ton of pre-orders on Bid Bad Toy Store. Very secondary market priced. So you can pick up some 12-inch Masters of the Universe figures like Man-at-Arms, Beastman, and Stratos at an amazing deal at, at 40 bucks, And Big Bad Toy Store offers $4 flat shipping. But Skeletor is 80 he-Man is 90. So they're definitely taking advantage of what they know these things are worth on the secondary market. But there, there are some great deals to be had. I mean, a lot of these uh, figures, uh, great unrest weapons pack, uh, you know, uh, the End of Wars weapons pack, the stands. Uh, you even get some Ghostbusters, some Watchmen figures in here. Things that we haven't seen for a really, really long time that are reasonably priced, minimally what they were at retail with shipping, that kind of thing. Um, a lot of them on sale. So if you're a Maddie Collector fan, if there's some smaller pieces you missed, some uh, obscure third, you know, some obscure random characters you missed. Oh, wow, wow. They have sold out a lot of these cheaper ones. What about these 12 inches? Anybody collect these 12 inch ones? I mean, they got them for 40 bucks. Um, that's what I'm saying. If, if one of those were your focus characters, great. Wow, they have sold out of a fucking shit ton of shit. I looked at, sorry, I looked at this sale. This was only a week and a half ago that they announced this. And I was like, there are some amazing deals. Even Peter chimed in to say there's some amazing deals. And all of most of the amazing deals are fucking gone. Maybe he bought them all. (laughs) Our our resident scalper. Scalper. (laughs) Just kidding, Peter. Um, but uh, the 12-inch figures, the the problem with those are um, the He-Man and Skeletor went pretty quick, but you still had the ability to get those almost half off at 40 bucks a piece a few different times as Matty Collector went out of business. And the other ones, especially like the Beast Man, Man-at-Arms, and Stratos, you've been able to get those for 40 bucks nine different times since Maddie Collector went out of sale. So there there are people that collect them. 
I think Vern has the He-Man and Skeletor. I have the He-Man. Um, so there's people that collect them, I think, more as focus characters as opposed to, I'm buying every 12-inch vintage He-Man they ever put out. I'm just saying it looks like they only have, what, they only have like eight of them? Oh, did you go in and check the quantity? Oh, okay, so they're different. Okay, I see what, I see what you're saying. So there's actually different... I thought there was only like eight of these total, but there's not. There's actually more of the 12 inch series. I was just looking on one of the card. I thought they were all the same on the back of the card backs, but it looks like oh. all the card backs are different. Yeah, there's actually only five of them uh, that exist. They're, they replicate the eight back packaging on them. There's so more than five because they've got Battle Cat. That yeah. no, that's just on the card back. They're replicating the card backs. Oh, There's, so those are not the it, real figures. Exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. There is only He Man, Skeletor, Man at Arms, Stratos, and Beastman. Those were the only five they ever created. That's stupid. <laughs> Why would they put on the back that you you know? Because it the looks... vintage figures okay. had those. Uh, they're again, they're trying to replicate it as opposed to showing you actually what's available from the line. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but I agree. It's stupid that they only made that many and stopped. But once they got past He-Man and Skeletor, again, no one wants to buy an eighty-dollar twelve-inch Stratos. You know, so, uh, but crazy. I'm glad to see they did so well that they sold out a lot of those amazing deals. So yeah, it's going to be kind of slim pickings by the time you hear this episode. But if you were on the Facebook group, I posted the day that sale hit. So you sure did. (laughs) And I don't do that very often. So it was pretty special. <laughs> um Entertainment Earth, I guess kind of the same way BBTS is partnering with Mattel on here. Entertainment Earth picks up a lot of hard to find uh disparate exclusive for Star Wars. So if you don't have a Disney store around you, they have the uh Zuckus Bounty Hunter. So now that you can get three of the four bounty hunters in the archive line. This is the fourth bounty hunter that's available for pre-order. And uh, Dengar is an exclusive somewhere else that um, hasn't even come out yet. So you can literally get all five Star Wars bounty hunters in the Black Series 6-inch line right now, either through pre-order or finding them in your stores. Um, we also get what is the, uh, again, this was a Disney one, but in Canada, it's Toys R Us. This is the battle damaged Captain Phasma Black Series figure comes with her big lawn baton and a big hole blown in her helmet where you can see, uh, God, I've been watching fucking Game of Thrones nonstop. And I can't... Brienne of Tarth. Or is it Tarth or Karth? I think it's Karth. Are you a Game of Thrones fan, Lotus? No. No, actually, I've never started watching that. I'm not into that whole mythical stuff, you know? I, I don't... Yeah, I'm not, not more, into that. It's more knights. I mean, there's some magic... 
there's there's some mythology and magic and dragons and stuff, but it's more it's more medieval times. You yeah, know, people. I don't, know. I, don't <laughs> I don't think I can get into that. Well, I started. I was like, I'm going to rewatch this, and it is all I've been watching for three weeks now. Like, I all my other stuff, all my YouTube, everything else is backing up because I've just been blowing through seven seasons of Game of Thrones, rewatching them. But uh, oh, I I moved on, and we have a couple other exclusives here. Um, also here is the uh, Vintage Imperial TIE Fighter. Now, this is Walmart, but I have only seen this at one Walmart. So, uh, and I can't even see. Is that an actual, is that a super articulated? Okay, good. It's a super articulated TIE Fighter you get with it. So, if you're a TIE fan, this is about it as good as you can hope for. And that is 80 bucks at Entertainment Earth. And then finally, some five POA bullshit that you absolutely should not buy. This is the uh, Forcelink 2.0 Kesselmine Escape playset. So, people have heard me talk about on past episodes these. Uh, oh, it's pretty good. They only have it for thirty bucks instead of fifty. Um, but these are primarily thick cardboard place playsets with some plastics to kind of keep its form uh you kind of fit them together through tab and slot configurations um but they are just garbage and i don't know who wants a kessel mine escape playset at least the one i bought was like a snow scene with exciting double track trains and all this kind of stuff but this one is probably the most boring seen ever in any Star Wars movie, if, in my opinion. But, anywho. Um, moving on here, HTS Hasbro Toy Shop relaunch. So, just a couple FAQs about this. Uh, it says, can I still place an order on Hasbro Toy Shop? Yes, you can still place orders on HTS through January 17th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern. No new purchases can be made on the site after this time. We'll be making changes beginning the 18th. When will you be launching your new e-commerce site? Or, oh, it says, will you be launching an an e-commerce site. Yes, we're excited to launch our new e-commerce site in February of 2019. I love that ambiguous. Like, yeah, within a span of 28 days, sometime in there, we're going to relaunch our new product. Uh, what brands, products will the new site include? We are excited to share more details in February about the curated selections of brands and products that will be featured on the news sites. And I and it even says in the article, and I love that term, curated. So let's kick all the bullshit off there and only sell stuff that's profitable. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what I'm kind of excited for is I'm hoping when they relaunch it, they'll do some kind of promotion. Um, I've been buy I've bought a couple siege figures at full price lately. And I'm like, come on, Siege figures. 20% off with free shipping. 
let's see. Way for Club Grayskull pre-order. So this has got me super excited. You know, people know me. I'm all in on this line, even unemployed. I have bought two sets of Masters figures, completely unemployed. Uh, but these things just skyrocket on the second market, on the secondary market. So just biting that bullet. Uh, most exciting for me, at least, is Modulock, one of my favorite toys as a kid, basically the Lego of the Masters of the Universe series. And then Roboto, he is my focus character of Masters of the Universe, period. My he looks favorite. awesome. Dude, and that's and that's why he's a focus character. He's never appeared in much fiction. He's never he's appeared in like a couple episodes at most, if not just one episode of the cartoon. Um, but the simple fact that he has interchangeable cannons, the original one as a kid, as you twisted his waist, those gears would move. Oh, cool. Um, this one obviously is not going to do that. doesn't even look like any of the gears are touching one another. Um, but yeah, same thing with Modulock in very few episodes. Um, but the toy was like this 42 piece toy that you could make him have six legs and four arms and two heads and all this kind of shit. And that's the, obviously the guy that has two heads there. Um, but uh, lots of accessories coming with them, even if they haven't been pictured here. Uh, Katrina, which is the little cat person. So these are all from Filmation episodes. A claw baton, claw paw whip, and a claw flame sword. The flame sword is pretty amazing. Modula comes with alternate hands and heads, electrode, and sledgehammer, which I don't remember the electrode or sledgehammer, but... Uh, Prince Adam comes with a Sword of Power, Sword of Power in Transformation Mode, and Photanium Shield. The Photanium Shield is basically He-Man's shield, just without any color apps. Um, people are still complaining that they're using the old Filmation Sword instead of making an original Filmation Sword sculpt, which I can kind of agree with. Kind of, Let's go a little bit above and beyond. You're charging... $10 more than Mattel was on these. Granted, you're using your own tooling, but whatever. And then the Sword of Power and Transformation mode. It is literally just the gray sword with some uh, clear effects around it, and people feel it should be colored or something like that. I'm kind of like, whatever. But that's uh, the pre the Prince Adam from the Laughing Adam with a new head. Uh, Roboto, we get his interchangeable arm attachments. So he'll have a claw, axe, and blaster as he's come with in the past. Shadow Weaver is a big one for a lot of people. Shadow Weaver was a subscription exclusive at a time where a lot of people weren't subscribing. Uh, the secondary market value on the classics one the last time i checked was like 250 dollars for a, a basically a free figure if you would have subscribed um but uh that one's really important for a lot of people especially because her primary appearance was in filmation she comes with a wizard wand a wand of crystal and a magical blast so always welcoming new effects 
And then Stratos, as we talked about, probably most people's, I guess he's my one of my least favorite figures, <laughs> comes with an alternate jetpack, the Staff of Avalon, which or Avion, which we got in the Classics version as well. Wow. We got in like a pack or one of the filmation figures in the original uh, Classics line. And then the Sword of Anil, which they haven't shown yet. Uh, so this Wave uh, 4 set of six figures goes for $210. That is $35 a piece. Uh, plus shipping. The interesting thing, now I haven't gone through it yet. I, I'm especially, I'm always hoping to get a job before I have to order these. <laughs> it hasn't <laughs> happened the last two times. Um, but uh, uh, they're offering a three-part payment plan this time. So my big thing is the three-part payment plan. You know, if you're putting these on a credit card, three-part payment plan isn't going to save you any money. If you're paying cash for them, always go for the upfront if they're going to charge you an additional fee for the payment plan. Um, but that's something I'll be interested in. Um, if I remember right, Peter always kind of, he cherry picks on these. And, God, I can't even remember which ones he picked. But it was Shadow Weaver and maybe Prince Adam. But uh, I'll be picking up a couple for Peter. Uh, the one thing I'm going to do this time that I've never done before is I'll be picking up an extra um, uh, Roboto, just because he is my most favorite uh master's character of all time so uh my filmation ones i keep in the box just because they're just pretty that way i don't need to yeah. play with them so i'll get a, an extra roboto so i can crack them open when they arrive cool. Whew, that was a lot of and if you want more details on this we have a link to uh pixel dan he he goes into a lot more detail about what the accessories are and that kind of stuff and where they come from in the cartoon finally in online black series general grievous is finally up for pre-order i don't know if these are going to hit stores i've seen talk that this is an online exclusive i've seen talk that it's not an online exclusive so this is definitely the deluxe version of a figure so kind of like a grimorian guard or something um but he looks amazing if you're fans of androids uh i mean cyborgs like a <laughs> little uh, ongoing joke between an engineer nerd and I there. Uh, this guy is amazing. You know, basically a cyborg that was taught to be, to be super good using lightsabers. He has four fucking lightsabers for fuck's sake that he, he is taken, taken from a dead Jedi, uh, forearms, cool ass legs uh, was actually I, I actually loved him in the movies um, he was first introduced in the Clone Wars uh, micro animated series loved him in there he completely like just decimated multiple Jedi in that in that cartoon series uh, but yeah he, he's one of my favorite characters even if I didn't know he or remember that he was a cyborg <laughs> <clears throat> all right lotus to keep this thing moving because we got about 
10 minutes here. Uh, did you get anything? Nope. No, nothing. There you go. Move along. I, you got bot bot pictures. That's what you bot, got. Bot bot pictures, and I bought a new <laughs> microwave. Oh, nice. Uh, above the range or countertop? Yeah, above the range. The stupid door on my <laughs> LG microwave. The, the microwave worked fine, but the door, the latch actually broke. So um, it wouldn't it wouldn't turn on anymore. So yeah, because it wouldn't recognize that it was closed. Yeah, I was gonna fix it. There's you know there's a bunch of you know they're, they're just a plastic. It's so so cheap. You know they, they you know you have a nice microwave and then they they put a little cheap plastic hook on there. So mm. it's stupid. But yeah, I just threw it out. I bought a nice new one. So now I'm a, now I'm a Samsung guy. Mm. Yeah, Samsung all the way. Except for I think while our stove is Samsung, I think our our microwave is LG. <laughs> Which I I should now I'll have to tell Mrs. My favorite, be careful of the latch. <laughs> Open the door gently. Nah, uh, it's 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 bound to happen. Like I said, they're all plastic. Even my new one, brand new model, it's plastic, so um and like i say i've been uh i've been doing extremely poorly considering that i don't have any money and uh everybody should hate me nobody should say hey great job because i am just completely in credit card debt for anything i'm buying but i just can't help myself it's just like my drinking it's an addiction um and now i can't even bring it up because i've had i've had too much to drink to <laughs> click through my files here um so uh like i say i've picked up a couple siege figures in the last couple weeks i finally found hound the other day and then um just oh yeah that's how long it's been i don't even have one for this year yet so uh and then just yesterday i found ultra magnus so again Hound is one of my favorite figures, and Ultra Magnus is in my top two, along with Soundwave. So, haven't opened the Ultra Magnus yet. We had a sleepover last night. And I really like, when I open a figure like that, I really want to have time to focus on it. Um, got some uh, cool figures through uh, comic book pre-orders, which uh, I use discount comic book service. If you're a comic person, they, in the United States, sorry, Mark, uh, they are absolutely amazing. They give you 20 to 50% off of all your comics, flat rate shipping, even toys. They give 10 to 30% off of their toys. So if you're a pre-orderer anyways that doesn't wait for stores or maybe uh, what I mostly buy from them was NECA because you can never find some of the harder to find pieces in Toys R Us. Um, even Target's getting to be that way. Some of the more popular pieces, I see them once and they're gone from Target. So I pre-order through them because I get 20% off and then I'm buying comics anyway, so it's basically free shipping. But um, anyways... I got uh, the Pacific Rim, uh, one of the uh, bad guy, monster guys through him, uh, through them. Uh, kind of a crappy figure, especially. It, it's a $40 figure that I got for 30 bucks, but even for 30 bucks, it's kind of a shit-tastic figure. Um, the Demi-Gorgon from uh from stranger things is a better much better figure about the same scale just not as heavy 
Um, I got, uh, if you're a Rick and Morty fan, I got, they released the second wave of, God, who does those figures? Funko. Oh, yeah, you're right. They're Funko. That's right, because I didn't have any idea what to expect from them, because I don't buy Funko stuff uh, anymore. Uh, I got the uh, Scary Terry. So, oh, Scary Terry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I even told my, I told my daughter, like, this is Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street. And what makes him funny is he says the B word all the time. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, what's funny about that? I'm like, when you get older, you'll find out what's funny about somebody saying the B word all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's absolutely hilarious that just like Mrs. McFavor and I use fuck as every other word. He uses bitch as every other word in those <laughs> episodes. And then uh, probably my most favorite thing, and it's not in front of me, so I don't even know what it's called or whatever, but uh, it's this little cat figurine. And I meant to post these on Friday, Bring Your Toys to Work Friday, because I was actually doing billable work on Friday um, for a client of mine. Um, is It's this little cat figurine that you put her litter box essentially on her and it kind of clicks in and then you just arm it to the teeth and it comes with like 10 different guns like tank treads claws i mean just all this and it's and it's just like a gundam kid it's on sprues and everything so literally took me like an hour hour and a half to put this thing together because i was cutting sprues all night um but just the cutest fucking thing in the world this cat with just this fucking mech battle suit of everything you can imagine around her uh, uh peter and i had talked about it he posted it on on the group a uh, long time ago not bad with the discount it was only like nine bucks it's normally <laughs> like it's normally like 13 bucks i think if you go I don't even know what to search for, like if it's on Big Bad Toy Store or not, but just very cute, you know, again, a cat in a huge fucking army tank mech suit thing. Yes, sounds cool. So, um, and anything else that I got... Uh, what else do I have there? Oh, I didn't just get it, but I finally opened the Last Night Hound, which is actually a pretty fun figure. That was, um, I bought it solely because they came out with a third-party kit, um, a third-party kit that put a topper that made his big, huge cannons that he carries around and a bunch of different weapons. Um, let's see. Last night, Voyager Hound. I'm trying to find if they even have the third party kit available still that I bought it for. Yeah, I don't see it on here. Probably sold out. But anyways, actually was a pretty fun figure. Um, I enjoyed Hound from Age of Extinction. And this is kind of very similar to him, but interesting transformation. That kind of shit. 
And that is what I got. So. Oof. <laughs> yeah, it was. Again, the comic book stuff that I pre ordered that six months ago. And it just happened that a lot of that stuff came in on the same same month, that kind of thing. But again, still, I've been I looked over my my year 2018. So literally one full year of being unemployed. This is the first year I ever came in under budget. So to give people an idea and to put this out there on front street, normally I spend about $6,000 on toys. Um, that's without selling any toys. Okay. I would spend about $6,000 a year. My budget was $2,400 a year. So you could kind of see how the budget was basically meaningless to me. This year, I spent about $2,200 on toys. So still, considering I'm unemployed this entire year, that's not very good. But at least I'm under my quoted budget. And the thing you got to remember, too, is this is the first year that I've actually sold about two or $3,000 worth of toys. Again, that's because I'm not working and I need that money to put food on my table. But um, so not nearly as bad as as it sounds, but not nearly as good. I'm I'm deeply in credit card debt. I haven't tapped into my retirement funds, which is the most important thing. I am still contributing to my daughter's college funds. Our bills are still paid. But yeah, that, that credit card debt's going to haunt me for a couple years, even after I get a job. But unfortunately, I, I judge my happiness in terms of purchases sometimes, and that's, <laughs> that's what I've been doing. <laughs> All right, let's get on here. We got some listener feedback and question from AAA. It says, a friend of mine recently asked me a question. What is the biggest toy you have? Instead of answering one item, I wanted to give a Ted list of big toys. Oh, triple A. This list is not in any order of size. What are some of the largest toys you have? So let's read through his because I, I share some of these same ones. Um, so G.I. Joe Spy Troops Mobile Command Center, Star Wars The Legacy Collection, Big Millennium Falcon. Schlecks or Schleichs Knights Medieval Ritterberg Castle. This is the Toys R Us exclusive gray version. Click and play Mega Military Armor Base Barrett Command Center playset. Click and play Urban Warfare Battlefield Military playset. SDCC 2013 Hasbro exclusive Transformers Titan Class Metroplex. That's the one I bought for him. Haha. <laughs> Um, Transformers Unite Warriors Devastator Hot Wheels Super 7 6 lane race or Hot Wheels Super 6 lane raceway playset that's kind of interesting 
That, that's kind of out of left field. <laughs> He's just all over the place. I don't yeah. even understand. Like, he just buys everything. He just has fun. He plays. <laughs> uh, Lego Ultimate Collector Series Slave 1, Red Luke's X-Wing and B-Wing, which are very large sets. Elite Force M1A2 Abrams Battle Tank times 2. Which is interesting, because those tanks aren't that big, so... Okay, Lotus. Now let's let's get away from statues because I know statues are obviously going to be your largest pieces in your collection by far. But he's specifically saying toy here, so I don't want to do a top ten. Good on Peter for doing a top ten. Uh, can you do three relatively quickly? Um, I mean, I have Fort Max, the reissue. Okay. Uh, largest transformer ever made yeah i mean that's that's my largest figure if you want to talk about i mean i guess my ultimate figures are considered to be you know they're trans they're they don't transform but they are you know action figures yeah yeah no i would so i would say toys. you know my ultimate figures would be you know the ultra magnus and the optimus prime they would be you know, the second largest Fort Max would be the first, and then those Ultimetal would be the, the second. And then I also have from a company called Play Imaginative, I have some one quarter scale, uh, highly articulated die cast. Uh, I have the War Machine, uh, the Iron oh, Man wow. Machine, and I have the Iron Patriot. Jesus Christ. So, what, uh, so what would quarter scale mean for a six foot man? Yeah, the, the, yeah, these are actually these are true quarter scale, so it's they're like eighteen or nineteen inches tall. Uh, okay. They're solid die cast. This company went out of business. Wow. Uh, a lot of his wow. a lot of history with this company, but they 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 were going to make all of the armors. They actually prototyped all the armors for Iron Man three, and uh, it just uh, they ended up you know going out of business. Um, so they only made a they only made a couple of them, and uh, I. I was highly into the the line, but um, yeah, they just went out of business. So this was back in 2014. Oh, okay. So not too long ago. Well, no, not not. I mean, yeah, I mean, five yeah. years ago, I guess. Yeah. God. For, for, for wow. Basically, so... yeah. <laughs> I think you could tell me it came from the 90s, and I'd be like, oh, not too <laughs> long not ago, too and people would be like, I wasn't born yet. um okay so yeah if i have to do three three is going to be a little tough but yeah for a boring answer uh uh, the fort max or the metroplex you know are are my big ones um less like he says i have the bmf um i have the original lego millennium falcon so that is quite large as well um yeah i don't have like a flag or i don't have a pterodrome or anything like that um I mean, the oversized warbatron bruticus is pretty big at least what i'm looking at here trying to think yeah i mean that's i mean even my even my true legend i my true legends uh a130 
the uh, shark plane from fucking Toys R Us. That's bigger than my. That's bigger than fucking Fort Max or Metroplex. So, I mean, I'm looking at that right now, and that's pretty damn big. So, yeah, I mean, I would say those that selection. You know, not that there is just three of them, but that selection is a a pretty good cross section of my of my largest toys and you know in regard you know that that bmf millennia or not the bmf not the hasbro version but the lego version that was one of the most expensive toys i ever bought um now like the the upscale warbitron bruticus the fort max you know all that kind of shit those weren't anywhere near close to the most expensive toys i've ever bought so uh size definitely does not equate to cost even the even the bmf the big millennium falcon which is a three foot long vehicle three foot by like eight 18 inches by 22 inches somewhere around there i mean even that i got on clearance at walmart for 60 bucks so size definitely does not always equal uh value or cost i should say so there's mine uh let us know about yours shit uh when we post these episodes on on our on our facebook page on the group stuff like that once you've listened to the episode chime in i'd love to hear do do we have listeners that have the fucking that have the flag because the flag is i assume the flag is the biggest toy ever made you know even compared to some like life scale Darth Vader's that uh, Gentle Giant has made. I mean, the flag is still seven feet long. So I'd be curious what some of the biggest play sets or biggest toys that uh, listeners have. All right. Lastly, and I meant to watch an episode of this, even bootleg it somehow, uh, but I didn't get a chance to. So don't have much to say here. But Star Wars Resistance is good enough that it has picked up a season two. That has been confirmed. And they're also at a mid season point, I guess. Again, I haven't seen an episode yet, but uh, they're at a mid season. So if you are watching it and you don't know yet, they, there is a trailer. Um. There's a trailer for the mid-season premiere. So, go take a look at that. And then uh, something that Lotus can chime in on here. Hints at a potential Beast Wars movie from Bumblebee producer Lorenzo D. Bonaventura. What would you think? Beast Wars? Would you? Well, I mean, you don't even... You haven't even seen... Okay, so here here's spoilers for the rest of the episode about Bumblebee. Because do you even care, Lotus, if I talk about it? Well, I mean, I I'm gonna see it eventually. Oh, okay. So okay. Well I won't I won't spoil too much. Are you are you you're saying that it goes into Beast Wars? No, not at all. Oh, I'm trying to understand your correlation here because <laughs> my, my what does Bumblebee my, have to do with Beast Wars? Uh, the simple fact that Bumblebee's Bumblebee was a great movie, but it is, and again, I don't know if this is a spoiler or what, I don't, I don't know how specific you want me to get or 
not specific, but Bumblebee is a G1 movie. Let's put it that way. Yeah, okay. yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah, I, so, I understand that. I mean, okay. I, I understand he, there's G1 in it, yeah. Yeah, he's a VW. There is a Prime in it that looks like G... So, it is a G1 movie. Um, so, now... And you said you'll see it eventually. Maybe yeah. Maybe not in theaters. No. Would you go watch a Beast Wars movie in theaters? No. No. Would you see it eventually? Or no. Or would you just... Really? So I have no connection to Beast Wars. I I watched but I forced myself to watch the I forced myself to watch the season 1 of Beast Wars and I just couldn't I just couldn't get into it. I just can't wow, do it. Wow. That's nope. crazy. Can't get into it. Now, have you seen every single Transformers movie that's yes. ever come out? Oh, okay. So I don't consider the Dinobots a beast. I mean, I understand it's an animal. No, no, no. I'm I, don't, not. I don't consider that a, a, a beast, you know? I mean, so I no. watched all. I watched Age of Extinction. I watched, you know, all of them. I, I'm not pulling a Peter here and saying, like, oh, I don't watch animal Transformer stuff, so don't watch Dinobots. But I'm just saying as you heard how awful they got, I just thought maybe you might draw a line in the sand and say, I'm oh. not going to see fucking the last night, you know? No, what I actually, <laughs> I actually thought the last night, I mean, it, you know, it, it's not, I mean, so it's a transformer movie by name, but you know, when you start watching it, it's, it's an action. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's an action movie. Um, there are transforming robots in it, you know, and I don't know. I, I liked, I liked Cogman. If it wasn't for Cogman, I, I wouldn't have watched it. I've watched it twice just for Cogman already. Really? I think That's Cogman it. was super funny that the scene where he's singing on the balcony when, when, uh, the, what's the guy, I'm not good with actors names, the old guy, you know, the, Anthony, Anthony, Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. yeah. When he was, you know, trying to be serious and Cogman was trying to do the comedy. I mean, it was funny, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. It just kind of hurt my soul because I am a big movie guy and, I just see Anthony Hopkins, like, just doing it for a check. Now, I did like Cogman, but I don't know if I like Cogman as much as I liked that he was, that the toy they made of him was a headmaster. He wasn't a headmaster, but the toy he, they made of him was, so... Well, I, he was he was I a headmaster. Know. He was a headmaster. In, in, in the term, he was... Uh, the headmaster of that, uh, he was Anthony Hopkins' headmaster. Okay, maybe I that's need who to he see was. Because I've only seen it once, so maybe he's not I a transformer, to... as in the definition of a headmaster. He, oh, I he's see. A what you say. Yeah, he's, in, he's in the, controlling. Medieval, okay, yeah. I in the medieval that. realm, he is the headmaster. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. If you watch a Game of Thrones, he's a maester. Okay, maester. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, well, so I find that interesting that, you know, like I say, so you bought into a whole season of Beast Wars, couldn't get into it, but you don't see yourself being able to sit down for two hours and just see what they do with the franchise. 
I mean, most likely I will catch it, but it, it's going to be one of those things where, like, it's on Netflix. It's going to be a long time. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, it's going to be it's going to be one of those things going to pop up on Amazon Prime or pop up on on uh, you know Netflix kind of thing. Yeah, you're not even going to red box it at a dollar seventy. No, no, I have no interest <laughs> in paying a dollar dollar seventy five for it. No. <laughs> interesting and like i say i uh beast wars was this really weird cognitive uh, uh, i'm not a beast wars fan i can't even tell you most of the story but uh it had a real kind of special place in my life um you know not to mention that i slept with a girl that i'd been trying to sleep with for a long time and when she left this was on and that was my first exposure to it but it was just kind of this it was this kind of connective tissue between my my pre-college life my college life and my post-college life so yeah, so it means it means to- yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, it, it, it means a lot to you. So, well, it has significance. I wouldn't say a lot, but it has significance. Not as much as somebody of a generation that is like, "This is my Transformers." Like, Cheetor is one of the first Transformer characters I loved. You know, to me, Cheetor was Bumblebee. You know, like oh. They made a bumblebee. He's even yellow like bumblebee is, you know, kind of thing. But yeah, but it has enough significance that maybe not premiere night, but I would see it in a high quality theater instead of waiting for a dollar theater and definitely not waiting until Redbox and definitely not waiting till Netflix, you know, kind of thing. So. <laughs> Especially once you see Bumblebee, you'll, you'll again, slight spoiler, not a spoiler. You'll see what they can do with the Transformers movie. There is some good stuff in Bumblebee. And I, I encourage people, um, again, non-spoiler here. I liked Bumblebee because it was, it's kind of like Stranger Things, Like, if you didn't grow up in the 80s and you don't appreciate 80s movies and 80s themes, Stranger Things isn't this magical thing that everybody talks about. Agreed. It's a a series, and there's some good parts and some bad parts. But if you grew up in the 80s, you grew up watching 80s movies, you grew up watching 80s TV series and stuff like that, you'll find a deeper thing there that'll make it better for you. So, all right, motherfuckers. Well, I got to get out of here. I got to get showered. My Saints are playing in their first playoff game. Home field advantage throughout the entire fucking series. They are going to blow away the fucking Eagles. They are at home. And if they don't, I'm going to cry tonight. Um, I have a potential for getting a job this week. And I truly feel if the Saints lose tonight, that pretty much means I will not get this job. And I'm going to blame it on that if it happens. (laughs) Not on my interviewing skills or my portfolio. But, uh... We love you guys, and we'll see your asses sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner. Peace. Peace.